The products discussed in this podcast are only available in the United States. Hello, and welcome to the Quarterly Update Podcast, where portfolio managers share their thoughts on the markets and their strategies. My name is John Kavolis, and I'm joined by Hua Cheng, Portfolio Manager at Morova US. Hua is a PM of the Morova Global Sustainable, International Sustainable, and U.S. Sustainable Equity Funds. The tickers are as follows, ESGYX, MRVYX, and MUSYX, respectively. First, for those listening in, thank you. In today's episode, we will cover the market environment in the first quarter, how the funds performed in that context, and what the team is seeing for potential investment opportunities in the rest of 2023. How Morova, lastly, will views the global banking landscape and what interesting sustainable opportunities are available inside the portfolio today. But first, Hua, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure to be here. So I'm going to start the podcast by setting the scene for 2023, and then we're going to go into a Q&A portion. So 2023 has been really a positive year for global markets broadly. We experienced more of a whipsaw effect of sentiment, and market opinion changed really by the day. First, we had inflation stickiness in a hot job market, which led to more rate hikes early in the quarter. Then we proceeded to see the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and larger concerns around global credit and liquidity. This caused a cooling effect around the longevity and frequency of hikes. And even with these big swings in the market, the sustainable equity strategies were able to generate strong, absolute returns through the investment in high-quality and sustainable companies. The international and U.S. equity funds outperformed their benchmarks during the first quarter, while the global equity strategy slightly lagged. Over the last six months, all three equity strategies rank in the top quartile of their peers as they have generated strong absolute and relative returns since the market bottomed in October of 2022. The Morova Sustainable Equity Strategies remain well positioned to take advantage of the changing opportunities that 2023 presents. And with that, I'd like to turn it over to the question portion of the podcast. So first, Hua, would you be able to walk the audience through a brief recap of Q1's market environment? And what did we see from a dynamics, liquidity, um, and overall portfolio standpoint? Sure. During the first quarter of 2023, we saw the resilience of the global equity market, partly because of the overall encouraging economic data, partly because of the policy support for the banking system, such as liquidity, deposit guarantee, and particularly the expectation of the slowdown in federal rate hikes going forward. Under this market environment, several sectors such as information technology, communication services, and the consumer discretionary significantly outperformed. Other defensive sectors, such as healthcare, utilities, underperformed. Meanwhile, we see also the divergence of style, growth-oriented and high-quality stocks, outperformed value and low-quality stocks. Thanks, Hua. That's very informative and helpful for setting the stage uh, for what occurred during 2023. 
I think it'd be beneficial to the audience if you could walk through and help illustrate some of the drivers of performance. What names in the portfolios were contributors and detractors to performance over the quarter for the uh, sustainable equity strategies? Sure. For the first quarter, Mirova Global Sustainable Equity Strategy underperformed a little bit, while Mirova International and the U.S. Equity Strategies outperformed. The main reason of the underperformance of Mirova Global Sustainable Equity Strategy really came from SVB Financial. We like SVB Financial because it was the market leader on healthcare and technology sector commercial banking business. Over very long term, it managed very well its credit risk. It had also sound social and human capital practice. Over the last one year, because of the challenging macro and also private equity venture capital business, its deposit had been decreasing. When we updated our analysis in March, we believe that there was ample liquidity to deal with the deposit withdrawal under the normal market situation. However, the deposit withdrawal was significantly bigger than initially expected there was a bank run. Its shares were halted initially over more than two weeks. When the trading was resumed end of March, its stock price significantly went down. This stock alone explained more than 2% of the relative performance in the broader market. So the rest of the portfolio performed strongly against the broader market. Another stock, Sunrun, was in the sector industrial, also get hurt indirectly by SVB Financial. Its underperformance primarily came from March 2023. At that time, because of its deposit and business with SVB Financial, investors have concern on its ability to raise capital, access to capital later on. The company quickly stated that they have the ability to access their full deposit of $80 million. They have a long-standing banking relationship with a large number of banks in the United States. They are fully confident on their ability to access capital going forward. On the other side, we see very strong positive stock peaking within information technology sector. Particularly, NVIDIA, ASML, Taiwan Semiconductor, all performed very strongly and helped the relative performance against the broader market. On the one hand, the whole semiconductor recovered strongly because they may have gone through the trough of this cycle. On the other hand, these companies published very strong result or guidance. For example, NVIDIA published a very strong result because of strong demand on artificial intelligence and also the improvement of its gaming business. Actually, in the market, 
There are a lot of excitement on artificial intelligence opportunity. We are still in the very early stage of this trend. It's challenging to identify who the winners will be. However, NVIDIA is very well positioned because it can really benefit from the very strong AI-related chips demand. Similarly, ASML published a very strong result driven by EUV and DUV lithography tools. They also shared 25% revenue growth guidance for 2023. The final one to highlight is the positive stock picking within the sector healthcare, Novo Nordisk. We are very excited by the strong business of diabetes and also obesity. Its revenue of obesity was tripled over the last three years. And more importantly, we are still in the very early stage of the long-term fight against obesity. Thank you, Hua. I appreciate you walking through um, some of the strongest performers as well as some of the detractors for performance. I think it helps give the audience um, a lot more color on the funds port or the portfolio performance. Um, has the Morova portfolios um, adjusted the holdings in the first quarter. Um, what types of trims and ads have taken place um, to better position the portfolio going forward in 2023? Yeah, it was a busy quarter for the strategies. We initiated a company, Echo, a U.S.-based agriculture machinery. We believe that Echo is very well positioned to benefit from the long-term demand on precision agriculture uh, equipment. We believe that the precision agriculture equipment offers many very exciting environmental benefits. For example, the reduction of the chemical use, reduction of the seed use, reduction of the diesel use, and crop yield improvement. Meanwhile, the company has an ambitious strategy to improve its margin over long term. We believe all these opportunities are not yet fully integrated into the actual stock price. We added also several positions, such as Adobe, Vestas, eBay, Aptif, and Xilin. We like Adobe because we believe its core competitive advantages are very solid with strong innovation. Can really benefit from the digitalization of the content and experience over long term. In fact, Adobe is the only company in the sector which offers the most broad and complete portfolios for whatever format of the content creation, document, web, application, photos, videos. We like Vestas over last several quarters, Vestas underperformed because of short-term challenges such as high inflation, high commodity price, more expensive log logistic cost, and also supply chain challenges. However, we believe that the long-term opportunities of WEND is untouched. 
and even reinforced by the recent crisis in Russia and Ukraine. Meanwhile, we start to see the easing of several challenges such as inflation, supply chain, etc. So this is a very good opportunity for us to add positions there. We like Aptiv. We believe that Aptiv continues to be very well positioned for its safe, green, and connected mobility over long term. After the recent correction, the valuation became really attractive for us to add. On the other hand, we sold several positions. We talked a lot about SVB. For the reasons that we mentioned, we sold the position. We sold also Signature Bank in January because we had more and more concern on its digital asset business. After several engagements with the company, we became less comfortable on the risk management and also compliance procedure on digital assets. Our conviction on the management quality was lower. The potential risk was also higher. So at that time, we decided to sell our position in January. We sold John Deere because of the very good performance and also less attractive valuation to finance Ego. Finally, we sold also Mercado Libre because we have more and more concern on the consumer business in Latin America. We believe that the potential influence of surging inflation, higher interest rate, and also weaker currency may last longer, may be more significant than initially expected. When we updated our valuation model with higher discount rate, the valuation was much less attractive after recent performance. Thank you, Hua. Um, and you touched on a few of the names that have been in the portfolio with SVB and Signature. And I think the banking sector has really been a hot topic in the first quarter globally, right? And something that I think would be interesting for the listeners is how does the team view the health of this sector in Europe, U the U.S., as well as Asia? And do we find that there's similarities to the different sectors or do we have very different environments playing out globally? Sure. When we compare uh, U.S. banks and European banks, we see that the European banks have improved significantly over the last decade with much more consistent oversight and better regulation. Following the great financial crisis and the European debt crisis. So overall, we believe that European banks are strongly regulated well capitalized, and have high liquidity ratios. In our portfolios, we have two European banks, KBC, Credit Agricole. We have also one European insurance, Nico General. We believe that all three are in a very good shape. In Asia, we have only one insurance company, AIA, which is a global leader there on life insurance in more than 15 Asian countries. In the US, we don't have any traditional financial exposures now. So overall, we significantly underweight 
traditional financial sector than the broader market in our portfolios. Meanwhile, it's also worth to highlight one recent revision of global industry classification standard. Payment companies such as Visa, MasterCard, and Adin were traditionally classified in information technology sector, and now they are reclassified in financial sector. We're really happy to see this revision because within Mirova, over many years, we think that the business driver of payment companies such as Visa, Mastercard, and Adin are consumption of financial instead of technology. Thank you, Hua. Um, from a thematic standpoint, what areas are the team evaluating and looking at for potential sustainable investment opportunities for the rest of 2023? When we discussed several themes that we were excited about three months ago, at that time we highlighted three themes. Energy security and independence, supply chain, and also biodiversity. More than happy to share our updated thought on supply chain of semiconductor. Semiconductor is really one of the most interconnected sectors in the world. Any single point of failure or geopolitical uncertainty may have important short-term or long-term consequences on the sector. A good understanding of the whole supply chain may help to manage the investment risk and pursue investment opportunity much better. Semiconductor supply chain is driven by the technology complexity and the scale. Each geographic region, either US, Europe, or Asia, has its own competitive advantages. The whole sector is very big and expected to grow at high single digit over the next decade, with the key drivers such as AI, autonomous driving, and also data center. In our portfolios, we have three semiconductor companies, NVIDIA, ASML, and Taiwan Semiconductor. Even though they work in the same sector, however, they play a very different role within each subsegment of the whole supply chain. For example, NVIDIA is really the market leader on fabulous design of GPU, the leading technology in the world. ASML offers one of the key equipment for the manufacturing of semiconductor, lithography tool EUV. It has 100% of the market share. Taiwan Semiconductor is the market leader on foundry business manufacturing of semiconductor. It has around 60% of the global market share. Meanwhile, these semiconductor companies enable the energy-efficient semiconductor product and solutions. They manage very well their sustainability process and risks. So overall, we're very excited by our exposure to semiconductor in the portfolio. 
Thank you, Hua. That was a really robust kind of definitions and walking us through the different investment opportunities we see within the supply chain and specifically the semiconductor space. Um, I think we're coming down to our last question here, and it would be more. I would like to turn it over to you, Hua, and see what do you have for any final thoughts or lasting messages you'd like to leave our listeners with today? As long-term investors, we continue to focus on companies' fundamentals. During the first quarter, we had many exciting meetings or uh, visits. One highlight is that we went to visit Wastwater headquarters in North Andover in Massachusetts. We had a very interesting tool in their water treatment uh, center with the CFO. And then we had a very exciting discussion with the CEO. In spite of the very strong performance over the last five years, we believe that the company continues to be very well positioned on connected water treatment solutions going forward. And also, we were surprised to know that we were the first investor visit after COVID over the last three years. Another one to highlight perhaps is that we see companies pay more and more strategic um, positioning to sustainability. We attended Aptiv's annual investor conference during the first quarter. We were really happy to see that there was one dedicated session on the company's sustainability strategy over the long run. Thank you, Hua. And I think that's a great example because it's showing the access that the team is getting to these companies that we're investing in and the importance of sustainability and really why it's at the core of their foundation. So, Hua, I want to thank you again for taking the time today to sit with us and walk through the portfolio and talk about the general markets overall. Thanks. It was a pleasure. And to our listeners, we appreciate your continued support and interest in the Morova strategies. For more information on the funds, please reach out to your Natixis sales representative or visit im.natixis.com. And that's im.natixis.com. Thank you very much. Important information. Standard performance as a percentage for Mirova Global Sustainable Equity Fund as of March 31, 2023. Class Y. 3-month. 6.77. Year-to-date. 6.77. One-year. Negative 6.25. Three years. 14.46. Five years. 9.79. Life of Class. March 31, 2016. 11.16. Class A of NAV. 3-month. 6.70. Year-to-date. 6.70. One-year. Negative 6.48. Three years. 14.17. Five years. 9.51. Life of Class. March 31, 2016. 10.88, Class A with 5.75% maximum sales charge, 3 month, 0.56, year to date, 0.56, 1 year, negative 11.87, 3 years, 11.93, 5 years, 8.22, life of class, March 31st, 2016, 9.95, MSCI World Index, net, 3 month, 7.73, year 2, date, 7.73, 1 year, negative 7.00, 3 years, 16.40, 5 years, 8.01, life of class, March 31st, 2016, 9.70, performance data listed represents past performance and is no guarantee of, and not necessarily indicative of, future results, total return and value will vary, and you may have a gain or loss when shares are sold, current performance may be lower or higher than quoted, for most recent month-end performance, visit imnatixis.com.
Performance for other share classes will be greater or less than shown based on differences in fees and sales charges. Performance for periods less than one year is cumulative, not annualized. Returns reflect changes in share price and reinvestment of dividends and capital gains. If any, you may not invest directly in an index. Benchmark since inception performance is calculated from March 31, 2016. For the Mirova Global Sustainable Equity Fund, gross expense ratio 0.96%, Class Y share, 1.21%, Class A share, net expense ratio 0.99%, Class Y share, 1.24%. Class A share, as of the most recent prospectus, the investment advisor has contractually agreed to waive fees and or reimburse expenses, with certain exceptions once the expense cap of the fund has been exceeded. This arrangement is set to expire on April 30, 2023. When an expense cap has not been exceeded, the gross and net expense ratios may be the same. When an expense cap has not been exceeded, the gross and net expense ratios and or yields may be the same. Not all share classes available for purchase by all investors. Class Y shares are available to institutional investors with a minimum initial investment of $100,000 and through certain wrap fee programs. Retirement plans, and investment advisory accounts with no minimum. See prospectus for more details. Top 10 holdings for the Mirova Global Sustainable Equity Fund as of March 31, 2023. Novo Nordisk is Class B, 5.14% of portfolio. NVIDIA Court, 5.01% of portfolio. Microsoft Court, 4.94% of portfolio. Thermo Fisher Scientific, Inc. 4.82% of portfolio, Mastercard, Inc. Class A, 4.60% of portfolio, eBay, Inc. 4.13% of portfolio, Adobe, Inc. 3.45% of portfolio, Ecolab, Inc. 3.38% of portfolio, Iberdrola SA, 3.38% of portfolio, Roper Technologies, Inc. 3.23% of portfolio, the portfolio is actively managed and holdings are subject to change. There is no guarantee the fund continues to invest in the securities referenced. Risks for Mirova Global Sustainable Equity Fund, ESG Investing Global equity equity securities are volatile and can decline significantly in response to broad market and economic conditions. Foreign and emerging market securities may be subject to greater political, economic, environmental, credit, currency and information risks. Foreign securities may be subject to higher volatility than U.S. securities, due to varying degrees of regulation and limited liquidity. These risks are magnified in emerging markets. Investments in small and mid-sized companies can be more volatile than those of larger companies. The fund's ESG investment approach could cause the fund to perform differently compared to funds that do not have such an approach or compared to the market as a whole. The fund's application of ESG-related considerations may affect the fund's exposure to certain issuers, industries, sectors, style factors or other characteristics and may impact the relative performance of the fund, positively or negatively, depending on the relative performance of such investments. Currency exchange rates between the US dollar and foreign currencies may cause the value of the fund's investments to decline. Standard performance as a percentage for Mirova International Sustainable Equity Fund as of March 31, 2023. Class Y, 3-month, 9.90, year-to-date, 9.90, one-year, negative 3.45, three years, 10.72, life of class, December 28, 2018, 7.99, class A at NAV, three-month, 9.84, year-to-date, 9.84, one-year, negative 3.78, three years, 10.47, life of class, December 28, 2018, 7.72, class A with 5.75% maximum sales charge, three-month, 3.51, year-to-date, 3.51, one year, negative 9.34, three years, 8.32, life of class, December 28, 2018, 6.23, MSCI EVE, net, three month, 8.47, year-to-date, 8.47, one year, negative 1.38, three years, 12.99, life of class, December 28, 2018, 7.54, performance data shown represents past performance and is no guarantee of, and not necessarily indicative of, future results, total return and value will vary, and you may have a gain or loss when shares are sold, current performance may be lower or higher than quoted, for most recent month-end performance, visit im.natixis.com, performance for other share classes will be greater or less than shown based on differences in fees and sales charges, performance for periods less than one year is cumulative, not annualized, returns reflect changes in share price and reinvestment
investment of dividends and capital gains, if any, you may not invest directly in an index. Benchmark since inception performance is calculated from December 28, 2018, for the Mirova International Sustainable Equity Fund. Gross expense ratio 2.08%, Class A share, 1.83%, Class Y share, net expense ratio 1.21%, Class A share, 0.96%, Class Y share. As of the most recent prospectus, the investment advisor has contractually agreed to waive fees and or reimburse expenses, with certain exceptions once the expense cap of the fund has been exceeded. This arrangement is set to expire on April 30, 2023, when an expense cap has not been exceeded. The gross and net expense ratios may be the same. When an expense cap has not been exceeded, the gross and net expense ratios and or yields may be the same. Not all share classes available for purchase by all investors. Class Y shares are available to institutional investors with a minimum initial investment of $100,000 and through certain wrap fee programs, retirement plans, and investment advisory accounts with no minimum. See prospectus for more details. Top 10 holdings for the Mirova International Sustainable Equity Fund as of March 31, 2023. Novo Nordisk is Class B, 4.99% of portfolio, ASML Holding NV, 4.94% of portfolio, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company Limited, sponsored ADR, 4.63% of portfolio, KBC Group NV, 4.58% of portfolio, AIA Group Limited, 4.03% of portfolio, Iberdrola SA, 4.00% of portfolio, Vestas Wind Systems S, 3.84% of portfolio, Crota International PLC, 3.69% of portfolio, Mercedes-Benz Group AG, registered, 3.68% of portfolio, Legal and General Group PLC, 3.54% of portfolio, the portfolio is actively managed and holdings are subject to change, there is no guarantee the fund continues to invest in the securities referenced, risks for Mirova International Sustainable Equity Fund, equity securities are volatile and can decline significantly in response to broad market and economic conditions, foreign and emerging market securities may be subject to greater political, economic, environmental, credit, currency and information risks. Foreign securities may be subject to higher volatility than U.S. securities, due to varying degrees of regulation and limited liquidity. These risks are magnified in emerging markets. Investments in small and mid-sized companies can be more volatile than those of larger companies. The fund's environmental, social and governance, ESG, investment approach could cause the fund to perform differently compared to funds that do not have such an approach or compared to the market as a whole. The fund's application of ESG-related considerations may affect the fund's exposure to certain issuers, industries, sectors, style factors or other characteristics and may impact the relative performance of the fund, positively or negatively. Negatively, depending on the relative performance of such investments, currency exchange rates between the US dollar and foreign currencies may cause the value of the fund's investments to decline. Standard performance is a percentage for Mirova US. Sustainable equity fund as of March 31, 2023. Class Y 3 month. 7.72, year-to-date, 7.72, one-year, negative 5.84, life of class, December 15, 2020, 4.23, class A at NAV, three-month, 7.61, year-to-date, 7.61, one-year, negative 6.08, life of class, December 15, 2020, 3.99, class A with 5.75% maximum sales charge, three-month, 1.46, year-to-date, 1.46, one-year, negative 11.45, life of class, December 15, 2020, 1.34, S&P 500 index, three-month, 7.50, year-to-date, 7.50, one-year, negative 7.73, life of class, December 15, 2020, 6.36, performance data listed represents past performance and is no guarantee of, and not necessarily indicative of, future results, total return and value will vary, and you may have a gain or loss when shares are sold, current performance may be lower or higher than quoted, for most recent month-end performance, visit im.natixis.com. Performance for other share classes will be greater or less than shown based on differences in fees and sales charges. Performance for periods less than one year is cumulative.
not annualized. Returns reflect changes in share price and reinvestment of dividends and capital gains, if any. You may not invest directly in an index. Benchmark since inception performance is calculated from December 15, 2020. For the Mirova US, Sustainable Equity Fund, Gross Expense Ratio 8.79%, Class Y Share, 8.99%, Class A Share, Net Expense Ratio 0.80%, Class Y Share, 1.05%, Class A Share. As of the most recent prospectus, the investment advisor has contractually agreed to waive fees and or reimburse expenses, with certain exceptions once the expense cap of the fund has been exceeded. This arrangement is set to expire on April 30, 2023, when an expense cap has not been exceeded. The gross and net expense ratios and or yields may be the same. Not all share classes available for purchase by all investors. Class Y shares are available to institutional investors with a minimum initial investment of $100,000 and through certain wrap fee programs, retirement plans, and investment advisory accounts with no minimum. See prospectus for more details. Top 10 holdings for the Mirova US. Sustainable equity fund as of March 31, 2023. Microsoft Corp. 8.00% of portfolio. NVIDIA Corp. 7.12% of portfolio. Thermo Fisher Scientific, Inc. 5.99% of portfolio. Mastercard, Inc. Class A. 4.82% of portfolio. First Solar, Inc. 4.73% of portfolio. Roper Technologies, Inc. 4.56% of portfolio. Waste Management, Inc. 4.05% of portfolio. Xylem, Inc. 3.96% of portfolio. American Waterworks Company, Inc. 3.88% of portfolio. Next Air Energy, Inc. 3.80% of portfolio. The portfolio is actively managed and holdings are subject to change. There is no guarantee the fund continues to invest in the securities referenced. Mirova US, Sustainable Equity Fund risks equity securities are volatile and can decline significantly in response to broad market and economic conditions. Investments in small and mid-size companies can be more volatile than those of larger companies. The fund's environmental, social and governance, ESG, investment approach could cause the fund to perform differently compared to funds that do not have such an approach or compared to the market as a whole. The fund's application of ESG-related considerations may affect the fund's exposure to certain issuers, industries, sectors, style factors or other characteristics and may impact the relative performance of the fund positively or negatively depending on the relative performance of such investments. Definitions The MSCI World Index, NET, is an unmanaged index that is designed to measure the equity market performance of developed markets. It is composed of common stocks of companies representative of the market structure of developed market countries in North America, Europe, and the Asia-Pacific region. The index is calculated without dividends, with net or with gross dividends reinvested. In both US dollars and local currencies, the MSCI EF index, NET, is a free-float adjusted market capitalization index designed to measure developed market equity performance. Excluding the US and Canada, the MSCI EF index consists of the following 21 developed market country indices, Australia, Austria, Belgium, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Hong Kong, Ireland, Italy, Japan, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Portugal, Singapore, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland and the United Kingdom. The S&P 500 index is a widely recognized measure of US stock market performance. It is an unmanaged index of 500 common stocks chosen for market size, liquidity, and industry group representation, among other factors. It also measures the performance of the large cap segment of the US equities market. A price multiple, P multiple, is any ratio that uses the share price of a company in conjunction with some specific per share financial metric for a snapshot on valuation. You may not invest directly in an index. The ESG opinion assesses whether the investment is compatible with the UN Sustainable Development Goals. Committed. Contributes very favorably to achieving the Sustainable Development Goals positive. Contributes positively to achieving the Sustainable Development Goals neutral. In line with some of the Sustainable Development Goals, but impacts are low or unquantified risk. Hinders achievement of the Sustainable Development Goals negative. Strongly opposes achievement of the Sustainable Development Goals not followed. Not rated by either Mirova or ISS. ESG The ESG opinion is designed to assess whether the investment is compatible 
compatible with the UN Sustainable Development Goals and is based upon the analysis of Mirova and ISSESG, a third party. The assessment does not guarantee a profit or protect against a loss, and does not ensure the stability or safety of the overall portfolio. Additional information. Before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit im.natixis.com or call 800-862-4863 for a prospectus or a summary prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully. The index information contained herein is derived from third parties and is provided on an as-is basis. The user of this information assumes the entire risk of use of this information. Each of the third-party entities involved in compiling, computing or creating index information disclaims all warranties, including, without limitation, any warranties of originality, accuracy, completeness, timeliness, non-infringement, mercantility and fitness for a particular purpose. With respect to such information, this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. Any opinions or forecasts contained herein reflect the subjective judgments and assumptions of the authors only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Natixis Investment Managers, or any of its affiliates. There can be no assurance that developments will transpire as forecasted and actual results will be different. We believe the information, including that obtained from outside sources, to be correct, but we cannot guarantee its accuracy. The information is subject to change at any time without notice. Actual results may vary. The views and opinions expressed are as of April 10th. 2023 and may change based on market and other conditions. Natixis Distribution, LLC is a limited-purpose broker-dealer and the distributor of various registered investment companies for which advisory services are provided by affiliates of Natixis Investment Managers. Natixis Distribution, LLC, Fund Distributor, Member FINRA, SIPC, and Mirova are affiliated. Add tracks, 3037896141, Expiration Date, July 31, 2023, POD 171, March, 2023.